Hi there, it's Amy Carlson, the Toxin Terminator, and I have had the privilege of working with Rachel Varga since I believe about July. Rachel and I met through a mastermind that we both belong to, and let me tell you, she has got the most beautiful skin I have ever seen from anyone. And if I was going to trust someone with my skincare and helping me develop that beautiful glow, that beautiful radiance from inside, it was going to be Rachel Varga. She is the walking example of doing exactly what she says. She's walking the walk and talking the talk. I was able to do a one-on-one -on -one consult with her, and I loved that she listened to my needs and my concern. As a plus 50-year-old woman, I knew that aging was something I needed to worry about. I knew that because of the things that I had done when I was younger, I certainly had been causing damage to my skin. And I also knew because of some of the products I had been previously using on my skin, I was also causing damage to my skin. She listened to my needs. She looked at what I had going on currently. And she also listened to my needs of wanting a more holistic approach to really taking care of my skin as I continue to age. And that was super important to me that she listened. Now I've been using her products now for at least the past 30 to 45 days. And I can see a huge difference already and know that there's still more forthcoming. I, I trust in the products that she has given me. I trust and the science behind what she does. And I trust in Rachel and I know you can too. Thank you. Welcome everyone to today's episode on the Rachel Varga podcast. I'm so excited to have you joining me here today. And in case you don't know, this week is National Infertility Awareness Week. Did you know that one in eight couples have difficulty conceiving. These are the current national statistics. And I have a good friend of mine joining us today. We have Dr. Melissa Vandermissen hanging out with us here. She is a functional medicine chiropractic physician that specializes in natural fertility treatments. She operates a 100% online clinic to help women across the U.S. restore fertility naturally. She works one-on-one -on -one with her clients as well as through her online programs. She has been successful in helping many couples conceive naturally and then go on to have happy and healthy babies. I'm so incredibly, just, just a sidebar here, uh, Dr. Melissa Vandermissen is definitely going to be who I am going to come to when that time comes for me, when I want to boost my fertility naturally. So welcome Dr. Melissa Vandermissen, DC and Certified Functional Medicine Practitioner. Thank you so much, Rachel, for having me. I'm excited. Of course. So one of my first questions I want to get into with you is, well, how can we support our health and sovereignty over our body at this time? Because, of course, there's huge impl implications on the fertility spectrum, especially right now. You are responsible for your own health. Let's just make this very clear. Nobody else has a say what you do with your body, mind, spirit, and energy, unless you're a child. And that's where parental guidance comes in. So what are your tips for helping us support our health and wellness right now to, you know, if we are thinking of having children in the future, or if we know somebody around us who is also wanting to um, explore that stage in life? Absolutely. And you hit the nail on the head on that one, for sure. That 
we are responsible for our own health, 100%. Nobody else is responsible for our health besides us. We can see a doctor, we can see different therapists, we can take um, notes from different influencers or health experts that we hear online, family members, friends, but at the end of the day, we are responsible for our own health. Nobody else is. Those are just opinions that we can take, even going to your doctor. That's not something that you have to 100% take um, as you know, it's, it's professional advice. But at the end of the day, the biggest thing is to educate yourself and to know what is best for you because you know your body more than anybody else. And I say this to my clients all the time that we do sometimes advanced testing and we have ob objective evidence and we have some type of a plan set up. But at the end of the day, they know their body better than I do, better than anyone else in this world does. So if something doesn't seem right, they have to understand that and be in tune with themselves enough to reach out and say something's not right here. I don't feel like this is the right path for me to take. And also, if you're experiencing things with your reproductive cycles that are starting to change, maybe you're having increase in PMS, uh, irritability, stronger periods, uh, menstrual cycle, just like any changes in your body. I really want to encourage everybody who's tuning in to really start to pay attention to that. But I got to say about 25% of listeners here are men. So maybe start to notice these things in your partners as well and look at ways to support your partner's health uh, because stress certainly impacts our ability to conceive via the mechanism of cortisol, adrenal fatigue, messing with our hormones. So when we're talking about body, mind, spirit, body, mind, spirit, energy, I almost said spirituality there. How can, maybe that wasn't, uh, maybe that was an unconscious slip there, but what are some of the ways that we can deal with stress naturally right now so that we don't get into that adrenal fatigue, which just like zaps our body of being able to make the hormones it needs? A hundred percent. And we know that there absolutely is a link be between too much stress, whether it's emotional stress, physical stress, or chemical stressors and the effect it has on our fertility and our sex hormone production, especially in females. We are designed differently than a male. Not a bad thing. I don't take that as a bad thing at all. I think that we're amazing creatures and we were designed so intricately. But we, in fact, are different. Our endocrine system is different. So when we come in contact with especially emotional stressors or physical stressors, our body is much more negatively impacted than a male would be. So we're going to notice those things with one of our vital signs, which is our menstrual cycle. Believe it or not, that is a vital sign that I talk about with every single one of my clients every single time we have a call, a consult, because it really is important to be able to track that, to understand even the color of menses that's that's coming out the flow all these different things has such a a impact on what's going on internally um so yes some natural stress relievers getting outside 
connecting with nature is huge. I know you are a hundred percent on board with that because you're outside every day as am I, we both live in areas that are more desolate, thankfully. So we're able to enjoy nature. So that is very, very important. Getting outside, getting some natural sunshine, letting your body know the difference between when the sun is out and when the moon is out and the natural circadian rhythm. That's very important. Grounding, getting your feet, getting your body on the earth. Again, very important. And one thing that when we're outside, trying to turn off. So obviously we're very happy that we have technology because we are in different countries right now. And here we are, which is a blessing. But at the same time, we have to limit this. Our social media, our news, our TV, we're just overwhelmed and burdened by sometimes very negative things that we need to just set a limit and know, set boundaries. And take a step away and get back to real life, get back to breathing, get back to just being in that in the minute. Mm -hmm. And I encourage all of you to really start to cultivate people around you that will call you on your SHIT, that will call you when you're, you know, really ramped up in that high beta state. Even just yesterday, I asked my best friend, I was like, if you notice that I'm like really in that high beta state where it's, where it's just like, blah, 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 you know, getting stuff done, that's the state that we need to be in to be awake and alert and, you know, get stuff done, kick butt in life, all that sweet jazz. But I asked her, I was like, if you ever notice me kind of hanging out in that state too long when we're trying to do our outside grounding time to remind me of that. And I can encourage you all to maybe find a group of four or five people around you that you can call on to give you support, to pray for you, send good vibes your way, whatever you want to call it. I just think that that's so incredibly important right now um, because, yeah, we're kind of in that information overload. And I do just want to spend a moment on misinformation. So Myself, as you guys tuning in might know, you may not know, I'm actually an executive board member for a journal and peer reviewer, and I'm a three-time published award-winning academic author, which is really great. So I understand how that whole creating a paper, going through the peer review process works. So sometimes we'll see like preliminary anecdotal information circulating on the news and it can be kind of like worrisome which is why I really felt called to have Dr. Melissa Vandermessen here on the show just to kind of clarify a few things and really just keep you guys on the straight and narrow with fertility information that is research-backed and that works because there's a lot of crazy stuff floating around online and the bottom line is what's happening right now we just really don't know that's the bottom line. So just do everything you can to protect your own health and sovereignty right now. And of course, protect our children. Mm -hmm. Yeah, our children are really relying on us to use our common sense and wise discernment. And I'm sure you're working with a client, Dr. Melissa Vandermissen, that understand this concept. But we really do have to think about future generations. Absolutely. And I'm a mom myself. <laughs> so there there's a personal and a professional component to my 
again, advice, whether it's professional advice and sometimes personal advice, because working with clients that are in the fertility space, sometimes I just need to close the book and give them some one-to-one mom advice on certain things or things that I went through during my preconception journey or my pregnancy itself. You never believe the women that I've been able to help successfully conceive. They, they tend to ask me more personal questions when they're in, in the pregnancy stage and then postpartum stage, which I think is really just such an amazing thing that they feel so comfortable with me now because of what we went through professionally that now we're able to connect and they can sit down and ask me something that may be a little bit more personal that they know that I went through myself. Not all doctors, especially fertility doctors, are females and are moms. So I think there's an extra connection there that you have to really be able to trust and really connect with whatever type of clinician that you're working with. So Dr. Melissa Vandermissen, you have a completely virtual, so you can work with people from all over the world, Mm -hmm. especially in the US, you can get them the test kits that they need to do their hormone testing to see what's going on on the spectrum of their fertility or lack thereof or things to improve. So what are some of your top tips for boosting our fertility naturally and newsflash, even if you have already had your kids, you're menopausal, you've kind of passed that stage in life, maybe the information that you'll glean today can help with your children. And maybe when they're thinking of conceiving and kind of encouraging those around them to really continue to look after themselves, to be as healthy as possible, because there is a window that you recommend that women really start really cleaning up their act. We're talking like no alcohol, clean eating, looking at our gut health, everything a number of months before they're planning to conceive. So what are some of your tips for boosting our fertility naturally? Absolutely. And you just right there, you already without saying the word, you were talking about the preconception period. So that is six months before we actually conceive that baby So the egg cycle, the developing egg is basically taking in all the information and um, we're affecting the DNA of that egg, possibly baby in the future for 90 days before that egg is released, before that egg is even fertilized and before that is a developing embryo or baby. Um, So that right there, the fact that we know that anyone that is in the the realm of thinking about having children, really, like you said, start cleaning up your your diet and your lifestyle before you get that positive pregnancy test, because there's already a lot that's set in stone when you get that positive test. Um, yes, we know that epigenetics is an amazing thing, but if we know all this scientific research, then wouldn't we as parents want to go the extra mile and positively affect our baby's long-term health as much as possible? And that really means that it starts before that egg is even released, before it's even fertilized. So my, my basic goal 
is for couples to start about six months beforehand, um, before they're even planning to conceive is, like you said, clean up the alcohol. That's not saying that you can't have like one drink here and there because I get it, especially nowadays. Sometimes we just need that little release. Um, but I'm not talking about like going out and binge drinking every weekend. That is that is not okay. That's not what we want influencing the genetics of that future baby. So clean up the alcohol, obviously no smoking, period. I would hope that that's just a big no-no for me at all times, um, but especially coming up to um, wanting to have children. And I know that everyone hears this and they're like, well, how do we, how do we, affect this but we have to decrease our stress we really really have to because stress has an impact on that developing baby and it's not a positive one it's a very negative one and there's research showing that even before that egg is fertilized that stress already has a negative impact on that and then we know during the first trimester that again stress has a very negative impact on that developing baby and there's neuropsychological effects that could occur during baby's childhood years just because mom is stressed during the first trimester. So that's something that we really just need to try and get a handle on. I know we can't eliminate our stressors, but again, connecting with nature, deep breathing, praying, meditating, all these different things can really switch our body from a sympathetic mode, which is high stress mode, into a parasympathetic, which is that kind of just relaxed type mode when we're talking about our nervous system. So that's really important is trying to decrease our stress as much as possible. Learning to say no is a pretty powerful thing that I think as women, we have to get a handle on that before we are pregnant, before we hit postpartum, before we have a, a family of our own, we need to learn how to sometimes say no to certain things where we know we're going to spread ourselves too thin. Um, so saying no can sometimes be a very difficult thing, but very powerful. So that's something that I really try and counsel my clients on that we, we can't please every single person. We have to worry about our own health first and foremost and our family. Um, cleaning up diet really is important too. Just trying to eat organic as much as possible for whoever's heard of, is, is it common in Canada to talk about the dirty dozen and the clean 15 on the produce oh, yeah. list? Okay, oh, yeah. that's what I'm, I thought. <laughs> I'm pretty sure a lot of uh, a lot of people in Canada recognize now that that Canada Health Food Guide that was heavy in dairy, it was heavy in grains, is just, it's, it's CRAP information. So unfortunately, you kind of have to move away from the mm -hmm. uh, MSM information For on sure. your health and wellness and really start to tune into these just next level practitioners like yourself, Dr. Melissa Vandermissen. Uh, just, you know, full transparency here. Uh, you and I met a couple of years ago and you were actually one of my first friends 
in the space of virtual client care. And so we've been kind of supporting each other in the background here. I've already had you on the show before. And I just, I love what you're doing because it's not focusing on infertility. It's Mm -hmm. focusing on boosting fertility. So just little things that you can start to do for your mind and being very selective with the words that you're using can have Mm -hmm. actually just like a subtle nuance impact on your stress. Other tips that I like to employ to reduce my stress levels are, you know, make sure you give yourself lots of time to get up in the morning so that you're not rushed for your appointments and things like that. Grounding is super key. We're talking Mm -hmm. barefoot onto the earth. I love getting in the ocean for just releasing those uh, positive proton ions uh, because we get a little too positive sometimes. So that's why we ground is to get that ionic exchange. Y'all have heard me talk about that so many times. One of the things that you mentioned, Melissa, was uh, the preconception phase. And this doesn't apply to just the ladies. Mm -mm. So what can the gents do? Because 25% of the listeners here are men. What can guys do to uh, really help boost fertility too? Because it's not all just on the women. It takes two to tango. Absolutely. Their, Their DNA is equal part of what our DNA is. It's just that Obviously, after egg is conceived, egg and sperm meet, then it's on us because we're the house for that baby to grow. So we've got a lot more time in there. Same type of things, reducing stress, eating healthy, not drinking a ton, um, no smoking. Another one for the guys that not a lot of people talk about, and it's more common in guys to do this, especially where I live with my husband and construction workers and such cell phones in the pocket. Get your cell phone out of your pocket. I don't know what we have to do. We don't need cell phones connected on our waist, in our pocket. It's just not a good thing. You are radiating your sperm cells. Um, And there are morphological um, characteristics that are negatively impacted from the EMFs that are coming out from that cell phone. I know we cannot eliminate all the different EMFs that we have in our environment. I mean, right now I'm sitting here, there's Wi-Fi in my house. Um, You know, thankfully I don't live in a big city. It's limited of what I've got going on here. There's no 5G here yet, thankfully. Um, But again, I'm not gonna sit with a laptop on top of me. I'm not going to talk on my phone. I'm going to always have a headset in. Um, putting a device on airplane mode as much as you can when you don't need the I internet. I do that all the time. When you know, clients are seeing me in the clinic, they'll have their smartwatches on. Oh. I'm in the middle of a treatment and they're like, oh, what's that? It's like, boom, you're pulled into that beta high stress state. I do that all the time. I put my phone on airplane mode. I'll check it when I want to check it. Now, that being said, I don't have sick parents. I don't have kids. So yes, I understand that there is a difference. But just doing those things so that Mm -hmm. whenever you get a text message or you get an alert on your phone, it's keeping you in that high beta state. What I don't want everybody to do is buy those gimmicky little stickers that you can put on your laptops or cell phone (laughs) and it magically mitigates EMF. That stuff is garbage. Um, I do have something behind me called a somavetic. It's right here. And what Mm -hmm. this does is it helps to create more of a coherent field in and around the home of a 200 foot radius. Throw your router on, um, put a timer on it so it's not on. That's what I have. 
Yep, it, it shuts off every night. It turns back on in the morning automatically. We don't have to think about it. You know, we don't need smart refrigerators and smart ovens and That's all these things My and smart and were... houses. It's just absurd to me. And the thermostats, just we need to stop trying to think that everything has to be so-called smart because it's making us dumb. It's making us not smart, honestly. Yeah. So yeah. yes, let's just try and stick to as natural as possible in all areas of our life, our eating. But again, like the way we live with, with our, our home, we don't have to have our home wired with all these different things. Bluetooth speakers say no. Yes, no. exactly. Don't have your phone on Bluetooth all the time. Don't put your Bluetooth on in the car. Plug it in if you need to do hands-free. Um, there's so many little things that, again, we we don't know 100% right now. We know that these things have negative impacts, but it's not going to be for another 5, 10 years until we really realize how negative those impacts have been on our body. Not necessarily. This information is available now. If you look up Dr. Beverly Rubick, she presents a lot of uh, European clinical papers mm -hmm. that are actually talking about uh, EMFs and impacting the gluing of our RBC cells. You guys have heard me talk about this, but check that out. The Europeans are like way ahead of the game. With mm -hmm. those Do not use Bluetooth headsets. Yes. Oh, you goodness. Can, yes. You no. can actually just... <laughs> snip there's usually like a wire on your smart appliances like you were talking about your stove yes your your cooktop your microwave your fridge you can just look it up find which wire you need to snip because just mm -hmm. because you turn off that setting you it's could still be, searching for the signal yeah that's the difference between digital and analog signals yes so i drive an analog jeep there is no digital signals going in there yes. so those are great things to touch on and my next question for you is does gut health Im impact our ability to conceive like just walk us through how the gut is interconnected with hormones a hundred percent sometimes i know this sounds a little out there but sometimes when i have women come to me and we we work them up we go through their history we may not even do any hormone testing. We may focus on comprehensive gut analysis and testing and focus on their gut health. They may go on to conceive and have no issues with hormones just by fixing their gut. And how is that? You're wondering, you know, how, how does the gut have an impact on fertility? Uh, well, our gut is basically our second brain, or we could say that it's equal to our, our first brain. Um, our immune system lives in our gut. We have a, an enzyme in our gut actually called beta-glucuronidase. And if we don't have this in the adequate levels, then we can actually hold on to toxins and estrogen metabolites, and they can go back into circulation. And then again, we're, we're full of those toxins or those excess hormones and our body's just not able to eliminate things properly. So that's one of the big things is we, we need to make sure that our immune system is functioning properly, which again means a happy, healthy gut. Um, one thing that I talk to my women about every, every time is bowel movements. That's another vital sign, just like our menstrual cycle, but 
Obviously males don't have a menstrual cycle. This affects them too. They have to have a healthy gut to have healthy fertility. We need to be having at least one to two bowel movements per day. If you're not, you're estrogen dominant. And I will stand behind and back that statement up. And I know that there are a lot of other health professionals that will. That is how we eliminate that. So if you are not going every day, you're holding on to that and you're going to be estrogen dominant. Yeah. And I mean, pay attention to your elimination process. If you're like, well, okay, what foods do I eat? Just start to listen to your freaking body, right? Like my husband is, he's an athlete. He is so in tune with his body. I think everybody should start to take a note out of his playbook because he's been right about so many things with health experts that I've talked to. But a lot of us, we seem to like not really have that type of like intuition or awareness in our body. So then we look to external tests, uh, biohacking gadgets, things like this. Yes, they can be helpful to monitor and look at data on if something is helping us or not. Uh, so there are, there are lots of tools in our toolkit. And um, Melissa, why don't you tell everybody how they can work for you, how they can work with you? Absolutely. So I am accepting new clients. And all you have to do is go to the drmelissa.com, fill out the consult form. Um, there is an application process, so I don't accept every single person. We go through specific criteria. Um, but I, I connect with everyone that does at least submit an application and make sure that before moving forward, that will be a, a good fit. And if I feel like I, I, may not be able to help you, then I will at least steer you in the right direction. Because I think that's really important to just not say, um, no, not right now. Um, <laughs> but at least give someone some direction because we, we both know a lot of people in the health and wellness space. And it's important that we as practitioners are helping as many people as possible, whether they're working with us directly or if we are able to make a referral for them and find a good fit for them. Mm -hmm. And when we're also talking about like current events and what our opinions are, a lot of times we're just honestly not comfortable sharing that information and guidance for free. So when you work with people like Dr. Melissa Vandermissen, you work with her one-on-one, -on -one, you work with me one-on-one, -on -one, that's when you are really going to get our more kind of honest opinion about ways that you can support your body, mind, spirit, energy. And just so a lot of you know, I work with skincare products that are free of parabens, salates, sulfates, artificial dyes, fragrances, not tested on animals. A lot of the products I've worked with, I've seen work for so many of my clients over a decade. And honestly, I actually use a skincare protocol that's even safe for pregnant and breastfeeding women. So it's just a good tip to when you are in that preconception phase and you're thinking about conceiving, it's like, how can you clean up your skincare act a little bit and not give yourself those exposures to things like parabens that are hormone mimicking agents and some other things that you want to avoid are like skin actives and there's a lot of things to avoid which I'll relay through a one-on-one -on -one consultation or if you are a client that's already worked with me just send me an email info at rachelvarga.ca and I'll give you my 30-minute follow-up link if say you're at that point you've just gotten the news that you're pregnant and you know let's you know clean things up a little bit or you're thinking about planning around that and what to do during pregnancy best reading with your skincare and treatments 
Um, so, so yeah, I'm just so incredibly thrilled to have you back on the show here, Dr. Melissa Vandermissen. Do you have any closing words for us today? I just want to remind everyone this being National Infertility Awareness Week is that more than likely we have either been directly affected by infertility or someone close to us has. So we need to understand how it can be a very painful, lonely journey for some women and men and trying to find ways to support them and not not say negative things to them. Um, and it's not always meant to be negative, but we just have to really be very cautious with what you say to someone that is currently in that struggle. And that's a lot of what this week is about is just really bringing the awareness to, unfortunately, how common it has become in, in current times. And that is really my goal is to help change that number and that statistic. Love it. Well, thank you so much for the work that you do, Dr. Melissa Vandermissen. Everyone, her contact details are in the description box of the show notes below. Please reach out or refer this episode to someone that you think could benefit from this fertility promotion type of information. And if we haven't yet connected, I would love to hear from you. Don't be a stranger. Book a one-on-one -on -one session with me at Rachel Varga. Dot ca and if you are a returning client of mine just shoot me an email and i'll get you updated because with change of season does come uh, modifications to our routines and all of that cool stuff so thanks everybody for tuning in here on the show be sure to subscribe here on the facebook page the youtube channel and on the podcast and don't forget to hit the bell notification so that you know when new episodes are released and when i go live next have a fantastic rest of your day, everybody, and be well, be happy, be healthy, and focus on love and focus on joy and focus on being your most sovereign self and saying no to things that might not be in alignment with your body, mind, spirit, energy. You have the power to say that over yourself and for your children. And I just really want to encourage everybody to use your common sense when it comes to things that you may be potentially exposing your body, mind, spirit, energy to. Have a fantastic rest of your day, everyone.